Welcome to the Make Disciples podcast, a short weekly podcast where we will share topics, ideas, and resources useful to you in your effort to follow Jesus as a disciple. Welcome back to the Make Disciples podcast and welcome to the final episode of our second season. My name is Dan Rober. It's been a pleasure to be with you throughout this entire season. And I am once again joined with Heather Terhune. Great to have you here with us. Last one. And I think this is uh, episode four that you've been with us this season. I think so. Yeah. You get official co-host status. I think you're here more than any other uh, co-host. Yes. (laughs) As this is our last episode for the season, we want to do a brief summary of what we talked about. This season, our goal has been to talk about the ministry of Wildwood. And so we're talking about our mission and vision and how it plays a role in Uh, us becoming more fully devoted followers of Jesus. And so we've talked about those individual things and making disciples and serving freely and caring deeply. And I'm speaking off the cuff. So what did you get? Oh, yeah. Worship. Uh, Moving hearts. Moving hearts. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, oh, go down th- again. We're gonna have to take tests on this and make sure we can come up with all four. Just all the action verbs. Yes. <laughs> Whatever it is. Yes. So they're all good. They're and all useful. great. Yes. yes, they're wonderful. I had to come up with all four earlier in uh, our season. I couldn't come up with making disciples. And I was like, oh, that's a problem. Yeah. That's one I should know. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So we've talked about those. We've talked a little bit about the importance of truth and talking about the importance of truth in the life of a believer as well as the need to pursue truth as believers in a world that's full of falsehoods. Mm. Uh, And we need to be aware of that. And then we concluded our season by talking about uh, the book of Acts. We've had a wonderful season of time here at Wildwood walking through the book of Acts, both through sermon series and through our Bible studies. So we talked a little bit about that. So as we're making a tradition of here in the Make Disciples podcast, I just want to spend our time today Talk about some books. Are there books that you have read recently or things that you have found helpful that you think our listeners may uh, find useful? Sure. So, Heather, let me hand it off to you first. What yeah. have you been reading that you found useful or helpful in your own Christian life? Yeah. So um, one of the books I'm reading right now is Warmth of Other Sons by Isabel Wilkerson. She's won the Pulitzer Prize for some journalism stuff. Fantastic writer, but is on the African-American migration in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, and even into the 60s when they were um, moving away from the Jim Crow laws of the Mm. South. And what I love about this is not only does it have present-day cultural implications, you know, and I don't even remember being taught this stuff in school, which is really sad. Mm. It's very sad. This is the history of our country. But it also has good feels with acts and the inclusivity of acts and what, you know, when we see that um, Paul over and over again is including the Gentiles Women are included, slaves. I mean, we see who he uses as his delegation. What is it, Aristocras and then Secundus? He uses an aristocrat and a slave as a delegate to go to Jerusalem with the money. So when I think about that, I also think about our culture in America. And so going through the warmth of other suns, it um, has really opened my eyes to our country and how we are a privileged country and also an underprivileged country. And that we need to um, to really reach out and love each other in a way that's um, that's biblical. I mean, very inclusive. And so, yeah, it's tendered my heart for sure. As a historian by training, I get excited when other people are excited about history <laughs> books. So 
getting excited there. So oh, I'm glad yeah. it's been useful. And oh, connecting yeah. it with Axe, too, yeah. uh, is uh, very helpful. Yeah. Well, let me give one of mine. And okay. I'm actually going to steal it from Eric from last <laughs> season, if I might. He and so many other people talked about the book Gentle and Lowly that I decided it was something that I should read as well. And someone referred to the book as an instant classic, which is mm-hmm. quite a statement. That is right? a statement, so, yes. Uh, does it hold up to that? And having read it, I would say I get it. I mm. think that there's a good reason there. It's an instant classic because of how well it connects Puritan views on mercy to our daily life. Mm. I mean, the verse that it centers on is uh, when Jesus tells his followers, come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly Mm. in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. It just offers these welcome reminders to us as believers that it's when we're weary, it's when we're heavy laden, that's when we should go to Jesus. And it speaks of his mercy to us. And this is especially helpful in a weary and heavy laden year for us. at 2021 uh, for so many different people. So yes. definitely recommend it. It can be a light read, but it can also be a pretty dense mm. one because it gets into some Puritan writings and it gets a bit more Elizabethan in its English <laughs> at times, but I uh, still definitely recommend it. Awesome. Awesome. That's a good book. What about you, Heather? Another book? Uh, another book. I love to read biographies, especially of Christian women. It keeps my perspective. Because sometimes we get in this life, especially in America, we can think that things, we get frustrated over silly stuff. I mean, let's just be honest. I'm guilty of that 100%. So one of them that I'm reading now is Give Me This Mountain by Helen Rosevere. She was a medical missionary to the Congo. Hmm. And uh, she was captured by the Congonese and was raped and beaten. She comes back to England. She's from England. Goes back to England and goes back to Congo during the Civil War and is mistreated again, but she still has a heart for these people. And it reminds me so much of Paul and how he just kept going, you know, um, even with being beaten and all the suffering, he had a heart for his people. So when I read about these women like this, you know, it gives me courage. It gives me boldness. It gives me trust. I can trust in the Lord because I see that they survived it and, you know, and they moved through it and I can do. I can do this, you know, because our God is a mighty God and he has a plan. And so um, I get great encouragement from from these. And she's a good one. It's, it can be a little tough at times yeah. reading what she went through. But Give Me This Mountain talks about how she persevered. And it's very good. Another history book. Love another history book. Yes. Yeah, another history stuff. book. And it connects with Acts as yes, well. Yes, it right? does. Yeah. We read about the persecution of others and I agree with an early church leader, Tertullian, the blood of the martyrs is the uh, seed of the church, right? And and we watch persecution and say, the gospel is worth it. And it can inspire us to endure uh, in our own circumstances. Definitely. Because you look at this person like, what in her made her want to do this? Yeah. It was a love for Jesus, yeah. you know, that Holy Spirit with her. Yeah. Good stuff. Yes. Well, let me give you one. Okay. And, uh, it has a circuitous path to my reading stand. It's called Mistakes Were Made, But Not By Me. <laughs> okay. And uh, this is not a Christian book, uh-huh. uh, but it is definitely full of Christian themes. 
And the first sentence in it says, as fallible human beings, which mm, Christians yes, know a lot about yes. that, all of us share the impulse to justify ourselves and avoid taking responsibility for Ooh. any actions that turn out to be harmful, immoral, or stupid. And it goes farther than that. Yeah. Most people, when directly confronted with proof that they are wrong, do not change their point of view or course of action but justify it even more tenaciously. Isn't that interesting? It's so true. Yes. yes. <laughs> and an so ouch. Like, this is not a Christian book, but we're like, yeah, th- there <laughs> it is. Right. Yeah. That's right. And so they're looking at it from a psychological perspective, yeah. talking about cognitive dissonance, uh, and it's a great discussion. But as theologians, uh, they talk about the noetic effects of the fall, mm. how the fall actually affects our mind and transforms us so that our thinking becomes, well, futile apart yeah, from yeah, Christ. Yeah. And so I think it's a great reminder of the need for humility mm. uh, and gives us an understanding. And this gets into presidents and uh, decisions that were made at the top and how they have effect on millions of lives. But wow. it's true for us as individuals yeah. as well. Yeah. And I'll give a quote from a, a, in Lao Tzu, which is a, a mythical founder of the religion of Taoism that we can learn from. He says, yeah. a great nation is like a great man when he makes a mistake he realizes it. Having realized it, he admits it. Having admitted it, he corrects it. And he considers those who point out his faults as his most benevolent teachers. Oh, wow. Isn't that good? Yeah, that's totally countercultural and a beautiful representation of repentance. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So not coming from a Christian perspective, but definitely something that we can learn from. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Number three, Heather? Number three is when I'm reading, actually, I'm listening to it on Audible. So I have them by my bedstand. I usually read myself to sleep and mm. then I listen on my way to work to a, some book. Um, this time I'm listening to Anne Graham Lott's Jesus in Me. Ooh. And she's talking about the Holy Spirit. And it's the way she writes is very easy. It's very easy. It's very easy to understand. Yet the truth, I mean, she's like, she's Billy Graham's daughter. Mm. You know how Billy Graham spoke and it was just such truth, but yet you could listen to him all day. Yeah. And um, so with her, it's the same thing. And um, I've enjoyed listening to her talk about the Holy Spirit Mm. and his presence in history and his presence in humanity and who he is and how he is very present in our lives. And so it's been a good read. I'm not finished yet, but it's it's been a very good read. Yeah. Yeah. Very helpful book. I should say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I got one more as well, and I am also just now getting into this, and I'm looking forward to reading it more, but it's entitled The Wisdom Pyramid, Beating Your Soul in a Post-Truth World. And it's a fascinating take, especially in light of how we've talked about the importance of truth this season Mm -hmm. on our podcast. And it uses the food pyramid, which I believe uh, we don't actually use the food pyramid anymore, (laughs) but... uh, uh, a bunch of them. That, yeah. <laughs> the keto pyramid. <laughs> yeah, but it uses that pyramid and the principle to bear on our patterns of media consumption. Huh. Because we have our reading and uh, consumption habits have changed with the internet. Yeah. And so uh, we can binge on it on the internet and social media, and it can cause our attention to move away from other things like mm-hmm. the Bible or Christian books or other durable guides on thinking and living well. And this information overload, the book says, can lead to feelings of anxiety and stress and even powerlessness. Wow. And it leads us to a desire for craving what it calls perpetual novelty, Mm -hmm. something new. And I I think about that in terms of I'm just scrolling through my Facebook feed, you know, something new and different, looking for something new there rather than reading deeply and Mm. considering more ideas. And that 
ultimately leads to greater anxiety and compulsive clicking and a focus on self-centeredness. Wow. And so the book is all about, well, thinking about how we can read differently, pay Mm -hmm. attention to what we are imbibing in our minds. And so just as Augustine urged us to rightly order our loves. Growing in wisdom involves rightly ordering our intake of the world. Mm. It's not saying get rid of all these things, but it's saying pay attention to where it's coming from. Pay attention to what's going into your mind. Yeah. And as Christians, we really need to pay attention to that. We need to focus on, well, what we are putting into our minds. Yes, for sure. Bring, go ahead. Yeah, it's like the little top of the pyramid where the sugar goes. Exactly. When you were talking about that, you know, messing up our um, focus and causing anxiety, they have proof to show that sugar does that scientifically. Mm. So when we turn that pyramid upside down and we're eating more sugar, it's the same thing as in taking more media. That's a very good way of um, that food pyramid is actually a very good illustration. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's, uh, it's going to prove to be a useful book as I read yeah. it. More, so I'm excited to get yeah. into more of it. And uh I recommend that book and all of these books. We don't want to overload anyone with media consumption, but we do want to give uh, some uh, ideas or useful resources that people could take advantage of as we all seek to follow Jesus better. Well, I don't think any of those were sugar, so. Yes, I would completely (laughs) agree with that. Yes, some deep stuff there. Got some meat in there. Well, this marks the end of our second season of the Make Disciples podcast, which uh, is a sad thing, but. We've been thrilled to be together with you talking about ideas and resources that we can use uh, in our pursuit of following Jesus better. And we're also looking forward to uh, the future, looking forward to having a whole new season begin in the fall of this year. So uh, we do hope that you will join us then as we uh, get into our third season. And Heather, thank you for being a thank good you. co-host uh, yeah, for Yeah, thanks us, for letting uh, me. Yeah, it's a privilege. Yeah. <laughs> and we look forward to joining together with you in the fall. Thanks for joining us for the Make Disciples podcast. We would love it if you would subscribe, leave a review, and spread the word. This podcast can be found in Apple Podcasts and Spotify. This podcast is a ministry of Wildwood Church in Tallahassee, Florida. Please join us again for our next episode of Make Disciples.